When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia. We have finally reached Friday. It has been a great week with Lori and Julia. We've got one more show left to go. What is in store today? Let's see, we're all real happy it's Friday. That's true. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> well, yes. I had a big night. Oh, yes, you did, Julia. So you remember when Lori and I were saying how tired we were from Sam Smith yesterday? Yeah. Well, um, I went over. I was having dinner with my husband and my brother and sister-in-law and my brother because we were making plans for a New Orleans trip last night. And I'm like, oh, Lori, I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Lori's like, I'm so tired. We're both. <laughs> but I would say I got home at midnight. You left the concert at 930. I know. <laughs> I know. But I was so tired. And so um, I, I would go over to their house and um, don't pay attention to anything. And I, Jeff comes out and meets me, and I'm like, how long is this going to be, honey? Right, how long do we right. have to stay? Because I, I did that to the rib fast. I've got two hours and 30 minutes in me. And so I'm just like, how long? And um, I had an extra bag in my handbag, which is huge. And we're, and we're going in, and I said, aren't, aren't we out in the back? What's going on? Why are we yeah, going? That's so nice. And he's like, oh, no, your brother's downstairs playing pool with Joel and mm. blah, blah, blah. And so we go to the door, and Jeff's trying to take my purse and this bag from me. And I'm like... I, why do you want my bag? I just want my purse with me. I want my bag with me. And he's taking it. And I'm like, oh, he's like, fine, whatever. Take your purse. So I and go downstairs and I just, huge surprise, huge surprise. I didn't have one clue. About 30 people probably jumped out. It was I about did, 30? Yeah. yeah. I didn't have one clue. I couldn't go. I couldn't be there on time because... If I showed up before Julia, that would have given it away. One hundred percent. So you and Casey. Yeah. So I went home, and you know, we just noodled around for for about ten minutes. He talked to you. He goes like, she has no idea what's going on. I had no idea. (laughs) And so I had a couple friends who hadn't returned my calls last week because they were too afraid to tell me. (laughs) Uh, I think Brittany was kind of glad I canceled tennis because she's like, I'm going to tell her. Right. Um, I had a friend I went out with to Sam Smith the night before, and her and Jeff are making these things to each other and kind of paying no attention to anything. I don't know how he did it. He we got notified like a month ago. 
I didn't know one thing a month ago what about was the this surprise thing? for what for my birthday is in a week. Birthday. It's it was, in a week, but you got. I love that they did it a week. Well, because we couldn't. We're always at the fair. We're at the oh, fair, yeah, and you can't do it on a weekend. There's too much going on. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. kind of. It was such a night to have a surprise a week early. It's not my birthday yet. We don't need it. It's Come next a week. Bit, a little bit. But yeah. I was so it's Robert Redford's birthday today. He's eighty-seven. <laughs> I I can't tell you how surprised I was and delighted. Yeah, Aww. and so many. You guys, and Lori, you didn't give me. I mean, I, not even. And Jeff is telling me yesterday, you know, and I'm kind of tired. And he goes, you know, we're, cute. we're something nice tonight because we're going to walk over to, you know, a new bar on Grand Avenue after we eat. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. So I brought an extra pair of shoes and put them in the car because I was so tired slash tired from going to her concert, a oh. half a concert. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> And so I was just, I was literally surprised. My boys, my family, you know, you guys, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, really close friends. Good food. He, Jeff did a great job had with cassettas. cassettas. And oh, then you guys had cassettas. Yes. Cassettas. That, that and perks my attention right that, there. Oh. A tiramisu and a dairy queen, queen cake. cake. Oh, and a dude, And Jeff's oh. family were so sweet. So Natalie and Joe hosted us all. And yeah, it was son super fun. was our bartender. And it was fun. Cool. That was cool. But yeah, I got home and Casey's like, he goes, how's Julia doing? She sounded like she was a little stressed out. I go, she's tired, but she's going to perk up when she gets to that. 100%. Surprise. 100%. <laughs> I was, I, I really haven't had like this. I mean, that was fun. Yes. That was super fun. So That's, anyway. It was very sweet. And, and Jeff's telling me behind the scenes, some of the things that were going down. And I'm oh like, yeah. Afterwards. The tennis. And the, uh, Cause it, I tried to schedule. I was, I know I had like four commitments last night mm-hmm. it was funny yeah anyway it was good it was good good surprise and a, a fun time and i'm like oh my god i can't believe i'm having another cocktail well if, <laughs> either, <laughs> I, I know i know so that was sweet and then you know we're raising money or uh for diaper bank in maui and you can go to the my talk um 1071 show page and right on the front you just click on it and if you don't get there, just put in keyword aloha. aloha. Yeah, one in two families struggle with diaper need. And after talking with, uh, you know, how could we best help? And just we've done diaper drives before when yes, there's been have. other natural disasters. And so the one out of two families struggle to afford, afford enough diapers. And so, you know, they could just use this, the cash, they'll get them there, anything else that they need. But... um Anyway, they, their motto is keeping our island kiki, which is children, clean Aww. and dry one diaper at a time. Aww. So any any amount helps. But they work with over 40 different agencies on all the different islands. But this drive is specifically for the people who have been affected by the fires in Maui. And it's Nightline did a, a special last night. David Muir was there and... It's just incredible, the individual stories of heroism and then also the, you know, the sheer terror of that day and the guy, oh. the emergency, the guy was in charge of, you know, the sirens blowing like we we get every first Wednesday of every month. Yep. He was there at a press conference yesterday afternoon and he was asked, do you regret not sounding the alarm? And he said no. He said no. I didn't understand. He said no. He said Would people... Know that that's for tsunami. And I thought, no, dude, everyone in all of the United States knows if they hear that siren go off, it's, it's something something's weather, happening. 
seek shelter. Right. It's a sign that something Do isn't something. right. It's not, we don't say, oh, it's just for a tornado. It could be for anything. Oh. Two hours later, he resigned for health reasons. Oh. <laughs> I saw oh, that. Yes, I just, I couldn't believe he, he said could, he no. Wouldn't say, What's up with that arrogance? Very. I mean, he. It only two hours and he was gone. His resignation was handed yeah. in. They said, okay, you can say it's health reasons. I wouldn't be surprised if he has to leave the island. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was and just such get a, a new cold, name. It was such a cold, unfeeling answer because that was really a, a a thing that in in all the newspaper reporting and and television reporting that's been going on is people were like, why didn't the siren sound? Because there are so many people that. Uh, you know, I, you use a walker, a cane, oh, uh, right. you know, that are, you're not moving, you're, fast. you're yeah. moving fast. The you hospitals, can't. the everything. I mean, no one had any alert by the big public, the one thing that, that everyone we all knows. know what to do with. Yeah. yeah. So that guy's resigned. Yeah. Rightfully so. And rightfully I, I, so. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe my ears and eyes when I was watching. I was like, <laughs> you can't just say, yeah, we do regret yes. it. Yes. And yes, they do. I was in Hawaii once when the warning I'm, siren went off at like 11 o'clock at night. I didn't necessarily know if it was going to be a tsunami, but I knew it was a thing to get out of the damn building. Yep. And so I, I don't know. I that was a. Really I feel like there sauce. was. It was like a perfect storm of under, like the power lines were up to date. Basic, but that is a basic. That is the most basic thing that it they is. could have done to alert people. Yep. Hey, when, something is and, up. And they could have done it in the morning when they had one big brush fire, mm-hmm. and then they thought it got out, and then the winds. It still is a warning it like, is. for people to be prepared. Be prepared. So anyway, we're prepared. We know our MyTalk people always help us out. So just if you can donate or would like to donate, just go to MyTalk, and the keyword is Aloha, and then um, 100% of that money is going to the Aloha Diaper Bank, which will be working Directly with the people in Maui. When we come back, it's two stories we can't get enough of. All right, everybody. Lori and Julia here for Lady Learning Rx. And today we had in Marissa, who is a former um, teacher mm-hmm. that now is a center director for Learning Rx, and Baird, who we've worked with, who owns many of the centers. There's seven metro-wide Learning Rx centers. Uh, just kind of telling us, you know... She has a really great story, I thought, about um, wanting to find a different way to help children because when they get behind in schools, schools don't have so many, they only have limited resources. And we learned, and we all know there's a race to fix the nationwide reading crisis that worsened. The numbers are astonishing how far behind kids are. And if at the end of the third grade, it's such a pivotal benchmark if your child is not reading proficiency and up to level Fourth grade, it's all teaching and learning, but you have to be able to read and understand. Go to Learning Rx, get an assessment if you're in trouble or your loved one is. They can help you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. Well, a couple weeks ago on a Friday, Leah Remini um, sued, filed suit in L.A. County Court against the Church of Scientology for, among other things, holding her for hostage months for months, years ago, when she asked where Shelly Miscavige was at Tom Cruise's uh, wedding. And, In uh, 2006. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty extensive, very specific lawsuit. And one of the things she accuses is that she has been smeared 
and attack. There's so much online. If you go on like Twitter or Facebook and you put in Leah Remini, you cannot believe the orchestrated hate stuff that really? she's a pedophile. You know, the very stuff that she's suing right. the Church of Scientology for. Uh, the Church of Scientology last week was busy attacking Megyn Kelly because she talked about it on her podcast, The Lawsuit. Uh, you know, they are vicious about I'm what so they do. I'm so glad they don't listen to us all the time. Well, <laughs> and, and you know, she she uh, she has long maintained, and we saw this on her documentary show the, on A&E. Where Scientology, she, the aftermath. Yeah, where she talked about how that the L.A. police is... There's, it's, they're it's in bed with Scientology. They're, they're so compromised. With um, both the LAPD and the sheriff's office have been infiltrated by Scientology money. Yep. By donations and stuff like this. Now we learn that because the case is in the LA Superior Court, Leah Remini's lawyer immediately asked for a new judge when the case was assigned. They got Judge Barbara Shepard. Now Judge Barbara Shepard has recused herself and Roger Freeman has the exclusive reporting. Her husband, David Shepard, a lawyer, has been on the Scientology payroll for years. He's wow. represented Scientology in a whole bunch of cases. Wow. This is so outrageous because here in the real world, you wouldn't think a normal lawyer would defend a cult. No. But in Los Angeles, where most, it's a business. where most of the nonsense goes on, Scientology spreads its money around. And Roger writes, even people with values can be infected with the Scientology money. The same is going on in Clearwater, Scientology yeah. headquarters, and in Michigan, where Scientology is trying to spread its tentacles. So... This is very, very creepy. So what's uh, going to happen now? Well, it's hoped she can find an impartial judge. And they're now different journalists are looking into um, Judge Shepard's cases wow. as well to see if she did not ever disclose that her husband, husband was represents this, Scientology. The, yeah, the legal counsel for them. That's interesting. Yeah. So I bet it. I mean, I think that'd be a hard there's so much money from Scientology. It would be hard to look the other way when it's a million dollars for this, a million. I mean, it's not small money. I know it's big money. Well, I mean, look at the lawyers they've had defending Danny Masterson, mm -hmm. and they've known he was a rapist mm -hmm. for 20 years. And, you know, look how long it took them to get a conviction because that one judge said, Scientology can't be at play here, even though everyone involved with the case we're Scientologists. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so that is what's that's happening. A big, that's a big deal. And then online, really just a lot of misleading, lying, hate, fact checking, made up crap towards Leah. And the one thing that both you and I noticed that we haven't seen in a long time is Leah Remini with JLo. I don't know what happened. You know, I almost feel like it's sort of like the ladies in Just Like That feel about Carrie being. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Back with Aiden, everybody's being cautious. Yeah. Yeah. Been there. We've been so down this road ben before. Affleck, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know Leah Remini was the shoulder J-Lo cried on the hardest. Uh, yeah. So she just might be just, you know, having some space. Yeah. So I yeah. really hope, I really, really, really hope. But the that harassment that she's getting, I mean, even on Twitter right now, it's shocking to me what I'm seeing on there about Leah Remini. Isn't that sad? Yeah. Well, I mean, in that it's the, allowed to happen. And this is one of the things she alleges in her lawsuit is that they target you maliciously and viciously social media wise intimidation with people outside of her gates hiring uh homeless and uh, drug addicted a drug addicted person to follow to them. terrorize right. her giving that person a car to what closely tailor and sure. then get in an accident she or- showed us on a couple of those scientology the aftermath i remember she was driving with mike rinder Around the Clearwater area, yes, and they were, and they were, followed. and she's like, "Nope, oh, there they are. They're following us now. Mm-hmm. Oh, there they are. They're over there following us." I mean, that's scary, it's and that no one, that no one is on her side on a higher level. Is well, that's why she's had to do this lawsuit? Yeah, that's David just- Miscavige has not been served. The Church of Scientology got the papers, but David Miscavige, he has so many lawsuits that he's named in. Because no, no one, one can ever find knows him. where he is. Yep. All right. Okay. Now, here's the other hot gossip from Roger Freeman at Showbiz 411. Are Justin Bieber and Scooter Braun getting a, d- a divorce? First of all, where is Bieber? He hasn't posted anything on Instagram since May when he congratulated his wife for a skincare line. His Twitter feed last shows from December 2022. On Scooter Braun's Insta, there are no photos of him with Justin Bieber. The last one was posted February 2022. Remember, Bieber wound up canceling tours right and left. Because he had the paralyzation of his face. Yeah, he he, he wasn't into mental the show. He wasn't into his shows. They, yep. Yeah, and then they also said it was mental health. He that, was well, related to mental he health. sold his catalog yeah. in January of this year for $200 million. He's not even 30 years old. This is the kind of a thing a semi-retired legacy act does in his 70s. Or Why did 70s. he sell it so young? I was kind well, of surprised. people are saying. A lot of people are saying that's a sign that Bieber's career is uncertain. Today, Matt Baloney in his Money. Puck newsletter says he's been hearing Bieber's looking for new management after changing lawyers and business managers. Mm -hmm. Braun, who made a deal with the Korean company that owns the K-pop group BTS, he hasn't had any hits in a long time. Ariana Grande, one of his other big clients, she's just been doing wicked and wrecking uh, marriages. And Demi (laughs) Lovato has had flop after flop. Yeah. At some point, you know, Scooter was involved with Kanye. But... The Braun Bieber divorce could result in a lot of forensic accounting, according to Roger. Oh. There are social media reports 
that Bieber, who earned around $500 million, is actually in debt with yes. new lawyers How involved. How is that possible? Yeah. This will not be pretty. It always seemed like this day would come. Braun turned himself into a social media celebrity, something managers and publicists should never do. The client feels eclipsed when they have celebrity managers. So anyway... There's rumors that these two have shut it down. They haven't. No one's commenting. Yeah. If you look at the social media on both of them, they're not talking to each other. More Nor to have come. they been seen together. Yeah. More to come. More to come. That's for sure. Yeah. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We've been getting some questions from our listeners about divorce, Anne. And one listener asked us, what if my child doesn't want to live with me? Well, we have a saying in family law, and that is that when children reach a certain age, and that can kind of vary, there's nothing in our state laws, but as they get to kind of like 13, 14, 15, they can have a voice, but they don't have a choice. Think of it this way. If your child suddenly said, I'm not going to school, you don't let them make that decision. So they'll have some input on what type of schedule there might be, but they're not going to be the final judge on the issue. And what about moving out of state? Moving out of state is not an easy thing. It's really a case-by-case basis. I would encourage someone to talk to an attorney about it. But our laws really encourage, as long as both parents are actively involved, that the parent-child relationship is priority. So moving out of state without the other parent's consent is pretty tough. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TrestlerLaw.com or use MyTalk keyword divorce. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, if you want to know the latest on the Britney Spears breakup of her marriage to Sam Oscari, the the tea isn't coming as fast from TMZ as it was yesterday no, when Sam isn't. was leaking like a sieve <laughs> while putting out a statement asking the, the, the media to be thoughtful and kind. Um, so this is, a, this is from one of Britney's dancers in vegas back in the day okay and he sam ascari was hired you know to be on that video that she did yes kind of became her boyfriend because maybe britney's dad you know like was kind of hoping i'd like to have a Guy, a leak, a guy in the house. A guy in the house. And, you know, and he, so he's been on her payroll since he met her, you know. And yeah. he was an enabler. She, this woman writes, he had to be escorted at every single piece of me show in Las Vegas. He was an enabler like everyone else that was on her team. I never liked him. He was always so rude, cocky, and arrogant. He should be lucky Anyone even knows his name, and we know his name because of Brittany. 100%. Um, And every time he made a post, not a single hair of his was ever out of place, and all of his photos were always really good. Yeah. Um, The stuff I witnessed in Europe during the Peace of Me tour was so disturbing. All I know is one day every single person who's ever done Brittany wrong will be exposed and receive their karma. And there's a lot of them. And maybe Brittany just had her eyes open to who she was really married to. Don't feel sorry for her. Oh, I'm not feeling sorry for her. Yeah. She's uh, She's got a, Madonna unfollowed Sam last night. So her team was on it. All of the friends that were in the epic wedding photo, Madonna, Drew Barrymore, Donatella, Selena, Selena and Paris Hilton, it all unfollowed Sam yesterday. And... So she's got uh, 
Uh, Octavia Spencer, the one who, when Brittany told us she was getting married, she said, you get a prenup mm-hmm. yesterday when she she tweeted about Sam supposedly. Well, I mean, he was telling that he had damning video yes. of Brittany getting it on with somebody else or compromising positions. And she tweeted at him, extortion is illegal. I love so Octavia is having her back. I love it. She had she did apologize though. Hope you get a prenup. And she was kind of people ragged on her for a second, but like a week or so later, she did apologize and wish the couple the best of luck. Well, back yeah, in the day. she did. Yeah. But uh, but I love that she said that. And he is he, this 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 prenup is so ironclad. He basically leaves with any cash she gave him, any accounts he has. Maybe his cell phone. No, his car. She's gifted him a couple cars, I guess. And and he has no rights to her music catalog and their prenup, and his name is not on the deed of their home that they have in Thousand Oaks. And um, this will all be... Also in the prenup, he can never say it's an airtight uh, NDA. He'll have to give back any money. Yeah. He's... He hasn't even earned the one million dollars, but Brittany may give him maybe two or three million dollars just to have him go away. Yes, I, I expect done. that. And it's not that she's worried about anything that he has on her. She just wants him to go away now. Yes, I and agree. her lawyers are standing tall and they I mean, how much did Sam leak yesterday? That's quite, a bit. quite a bit. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. It felt like a story an hour. I did. <laughs> and then really it, did. and then just it came to a, a halt. And then his lawyer said, oh, Sam isn't doing any of this thing. Well, who's the direct source to TMZ? You know? Right. How is that happening? And she's just over there on um, Instagram just doing cryptic things. Like she did a photo. Uh, it's artwork of a sleeping woman and just wrote, sometimes you see more with your eyes closed. Yes. Okay. And then um, then she also did a black and white drawing and wanted to know what people saw and that and what she saw. So she's just zero F's out there on Instagram. And I guess this extensive confidentiality clause in the prenup is it's gotta be airtight. Of course. Yeah. So um, anyway, she'll she'll pay him something for peace of mind. And I think maybe uh, Laura Wasser or Matthew Rosengard got a hold of Sam's attorney and said, you know, do you want anything? Yeah, exactly. Because he hasn't even earned a million yet. Right. Do you want anything? Right. Right. And um, so, I mean, TMZ reported so much unbelievable stuff about Britney and what, you know, some of it may be true. Some of it may not be true, but it totally goes against everything that Sam has had us believe, believe how he felt him. about her. Yeah. yeah. And then ending his Insta statement yesterday with Crap leap happens. happens and yeah. then I hope everyone, including the media, remembers to be kind and thoughtful. And he's over there just soak in the fire um so anyway the uh, are, her her fortune is worth about 60 million yeah and i think uh besides with britney and the prenup and everything he wanted to clean up his mess because he still wants to act and he needed to put he needed to regather his thoughts yeah and his pettiness mm-hmm. which he was thinking he was going to get more and his attorney just said no yeah no well, and his lawyers have been running to people and page six mm-hmm. while they're running on one side to TMZ saying, no, no, he's not doing any blackmailing. He's not going to do anything like that. Brittany has nothing 
to worry about. And apparently they both agreed that their breakup date was right after they got back from galloping around Cabo or wherever they were in Mexico. How long ago was that? A while End back? of July. Okay. Like July 28th right. or something like that. Maybe when they realized, no boy, no, this is not working anymore. Oh my you know? gosh. But yeah, there we go. 14 months. I too, Brittany was married for 14 months, but not together for six or seven years like you were. And not by somebody who was hired in a conservative. But I was had that 14, what it was? Was it 14 months? 14 months. And it yeah. took how long to get divorced? That like two years. Yeah, two I was years. a part of that. Really? No oh. kids or anything. Oh, no. It wow. was. Uh, yeah. That so was not an easy divorce. It was, if I'd had more money, I would have written a check to make him go mm-hmm. away. Or Ann Tressler. Yeah, right. No, it wasn't that. No, it wasn't that. It was, no. Oh, okay. No, no. You people, people, people can drag out oh. stuff as a controlling they, kind of a thing. Controlling, and that's and they what they have want money to, do. to pay their yep. lawyer. Oh god, and they just want to wash you out with it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I he it's, just wanted it's a control to, thing. Yeah. For, he wanted to for keep me. you in the loop. Yeah. Horrible. I'm sorry. So anyway, I'm going to be looking at Sam online as special ops with one eye open <laughs> uh, when I see him act on that show. And he hasn't had that much to do. No. Let's be real. No. Did you guys but, see this week's episode? No. Okay. I, I watched it last night. Uh-huh. I, wa- I finally got caught up last night. That show is hitting on every level. I love it. Yeah, that and Justified is hitting it too. That's one I'm I haven't gonna... even started that one. Ooh, yeah. Oh, it's a good bad guy. It's a good bad. I mean, I You'd always wondered him. when Justified came back how because the best. I mean, Walter Walton Goggins was, was so good as Boyd. Yep. On Justified, are they going to be able to have a good bad guy that's going to be like Boyd in this? Clement Mansell. He's he's is completely. He's a bad man, Julia. Mm-hmm. Do you see his Ninja Turtles T-shirt on today? Oh yeah, I'm just looking at you, Grant. It's bright green. He's a he's cadulting today. He's cadulting. Cadulting. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna go see this movie this weekend. Yeah. So. Yeah. so anyway, you know, I I do like that on all of uh, Britney's social media stuff, all of her little things. There's a little book icon that's coming up now next to her oh, name really? and everything because her book is coming oh, out. Oh yes, in October. I mean. Oh, Oh, that's gonna, you know, yeah. I mean, she there have been so many, you know, it's a, I, I would watch that Britney Spears documentary again. Yeah. It is so good. The one the New York Times did last year. It is incredible the way she was treated by the media. You know, she's too slutty. Then she was a cheater. Then she was a bad mom. Then she was crazy. Then she had no more talent. Then she was a zombie. Then she... You know, told us the truth. And I mean, the TMZ has dragged her so much. Lori, we were following Samaskari. I, just I know un- we were. I just unfollowed him. Okay, good. I'm glad. Good for you guys. I thought I we just, did. Because I just looked it up and I thought we were following him and I just you unfollowed him. meant to do him. that yesterday in solidarity with Brit- Britney and mm-hmm. everybody else. Well, that one, that documentary you're calling is called Framing, Framing Britney's, Britney Spears. And that is on FX and Hulu. So if you have Hulu, it's on demand on Hulu. Or if you have cable, yeah. you can just... Talk in your mic or search "Framing Britney Spears" because FX is a basic it's, channel. You should be able to watch yep. it. it. It was really we were we were shocked. That was it was good because they showed clips yep. of like Matt Lauer interviewing her and the, even Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters, the she? sexist way she talked. Diane Sawyer, yeah, was quite I, that, condescending to Britney. You know. Anyway, so I think Britney is going to be fine. I think there's going to be a lot of. Uh, you know, making up stories about how she's 
spiraling and she's all alone and this, that, and the other thing. But I don't think that that is true. And I think she might be actually relieved that Sam is gone. Is gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if she likes the pool boy. <laughs> yeah, especially if she likes the pool boy, Jules. And, uh, and maybe, you know, she could not get over. She really hoped that getting married to him. But maybe as she's processing everything that she's processing of what she went through under that conservatorship, she had to deal with the fact, ah, you were hired by the conservator. You were paid. Were you paid to be my boyfriend? Right. Did you just like yeah. me because you were getting paid? That's the weirdest part for this whole and thing for me. And all of that. And maybe Oof. as she's getting stronger... Right. She started being able to question that because remember how medicated she was. Mm -hmm. Lithium put in her morning shakes. He called. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What do you call her? A sexual? That she's acting out sexually? Well, that's the TMZ one? is writing that. Yeah. That she's in a manic, hypersexualized state. And I'm like... According... I'm like, what's that? Indirect sources, which uh-huh. to me is just completely She's someone's horny. made it up. I've never yeah. even heard of it. Well, no, that that can be a thing. Is it a thing? People... I've never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lithium? No, no. a manic sexualized state. Manic. Oh, manic sex. Oh, okay. Yes, yep, yep, yes. Yep, yep, that yep. is. I just thought, wow. You're like, why hasn't that happened to me? I'd like that to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to try that a couple of times. <laughs> but no, it, it can be a thing for... Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who might be in a manic high of yes. bipolar or wow. something else. I just had never heard of it before. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you see someone around here rubbing up against the doorknob, you know okay, we've, got, doing that. we've got problems. <laughs> we've try. got problems over here in I'll aisle try. four. <laughs> it's a Friday. What do you expect to me? Yeah. Someone rubbing up against <laughs> the doorknob. <laughs> Honest to be. You're where nutty. You, yeah, where you're do you find nutty. that comparison? Well, yeah. you know. It works. It, yeah, look at it. I, mean, All right, I don't know. I don't know it does. Yeah, we really don't know if it works. <laughs> uh, All right, listen. When we come back, uh, Bob had a birthday. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here from Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. So last night at my little surprise party, mm-hmm. all of my friends said, I think it's so cool that Lori talks about her facelift. <laughs> because no one talks about it. And then followed by, my gosh, she looks great. <laughs> um, it but really I did, is. I did think about it. I mean, I thought about it like for two or three years and we knew Dr. Jarvis because that was the first skincare clinic we ever got Botox he did do our brow lifts yes, 19 years ago that we never talked about but I was just like I was nervous because you see all these pictures 
uh, you know, oh, it's going to look bad and people say things. But if there is something that bothers you about your appearance, I remember with my sister, it was her breasts. Right. After she breastfed, she was just like, how do I feel sexy with these? And they give a complimentary consultation. There's three wonderful doctors, Dr. Dr. Tholen, Dr. Singh, and Dr. Jarvis. And call for a consult. Or go to my talk keyword plastic surgery and you can schedule a consultation from there. Okay, thanks for hanging out with us yesterday. If you were in New York City and you were in Tribeca, which according to Jessel on the Real Housewives of New York is an up-and-coming area in New York City. Oh, that's uh, that's from, and just like that. Or what is that no, from? No, it's from New York Housewives. New York Housewives, oh, which so nobody funny. is watching. I thought they were. No, it's having very I, low ratings, and really? it's so, so good. I like it. Yes. I really thought people were watching, and I'm surprised. Mm-mm. Like they had a half a million. Really? This past Sunday. I don't know why. Summer's a hard launch time, though. Maybe, but New York has always been in the summer. It's always been kind of the what end night of the summer. week is it again? Sunday night. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's anyway, people vision. should give that show a chance because it's great. But Tribeca, you know, um, Robert De Niro started the Tribeca Film Festival. He's lived downtown. He had a, a swanky 80th birthday party at the Greenwich Hotel, swanky. which is. Um, you know, houses the Tribeca yes, Film Center. And he had an epic cake. Grant posted it. This thing, it was wheeled in, and it was a replica of the hotel with the Tribeca, you know... Logo like, on it. Sign on it, and happy birthday, and an edible image of De Niro smiling and fixing his tie. It's quite a <laughs> good picture. But the red awnings, the brick slabs, the large pane window, and... uh Paul McCartney and his wife Nancy were there. Christopher Walken showed up. Nobody asked him about what happened on and, the Splendor on Catalina that, Island. Oh, <laughs> the press is Natalie. very nice to Christopher. We're going back to Natalie days. Francis Ford Coppola was there. George Lucas, Scorsese, Al Sharpton was there. Um, so let's see who else was there. David Blaine, Bette Midler, Jane Krakowski, and... Um, so anyway, so he's the big A. Uma Thurman was there, yeah. and uh, he, if you've ever gone to New York, he owns the Tribeca Grill, which that has been there about as long as the Odeon. I'd mm-hmm. say that's a good place to go if you're ever going to New York City. Also, Alec and Hilaria Baldwin mm-hmm. were at the party. Um, no one asked him the question, <laughs> who brought the live rounds on the set that day? <laughs> that was not asked. But um, anyway, to what, as the, the Tribeca Film Festival, and probably you know none of this is going to happen with the writer and actor strike, but there's going to be a three-day, or there was going to be a three-day De Niro con. Oh, really? Um, which is the Tribeca Film Festival that they were just going to rename because he started the festival. So, I mean, films will still be shown what kind of, how exciting it'll be for De Niro Con. Probably not, because the actors are not supposed to even talk about anything. Directors will movies. go. Directors will go. Directors yeah. can Directors go. Because Toronto Film Fest is coming yeah. up soon, and too. And Venice. Yeah. Same thing. So, sorry to interrupt. You said, and I've always had, didn't, had, haven't had this clarification. They can't talk about old movies as That's well. That's right. Okay. That's I didn't right. know that. Wow. I mean, I know you said Nothing it, but it just slipped by me. Promote. We're not helping these studios make a damn. Good call. Penny. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. So, like, 
uh, you know, the Leonard Bernstein biopic that Bradley Cooper directed himself and Maestro, that's going to the Venice Film Festival. He could walk it and talk about it because he directed it. But in solidarity, he's already released a statement through his rep. He will not be promoting that. Oh, as a director. He just can't. I have some good scoop for you, Lori. Okay. All right. So this weekend, um, photos of John Legend are going 30 photos of John Legend by his... Lennon. John oh, Lennon. oh, sorry, 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 sorry. By John Lennon, by his girlfriend that he... I read that wrong. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I do it all the time. I, mm-hmm. I do it too. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. So <laughs> well, anyway, it's a big difference. It is. Yeah. I, well, I would be interested, but so photos of John Lennon are going to be displayed just this weekend at this gallery. Um, what is it? It's like um, Gallery 13 at a loft. It's May Payne. I know. The so woman like, who uh, was his girlfriend between when he broke up with Yoko Ono the year and a half, and then he got back right. with her. Yes. So I read the story, Lori. And I think May lives here now. She does. But so here is a little bit about this because there's some good Phil Spector stuff in here. Yeah. Oh. So um, she was his girlfriend for a year and a half while he separated from Yoko Ono in the mid-70s. We're talking about John Len- Lennon. The, the period of time that was called the Lost Weekend. Yeah. Um, Pang was also Lennon's personal assistant. She did everything from booking, recordings, blah, blah, and encouraging him to reconnect with his estranged mates, Paul McCartney and George Harrison, as well as his young son, Julian. The most famous sessions were for rock and roll, a collection of covers of rock classics with eccentric producer Phil Spector. Wow. In October 1973, a gun-trotting specter shows up um, two hours late for an L.A. recording studio session, leaving Lennon, um, such specter hired, oh, excuse me, John Lennon shows up two hours late, leaving specter, and here comes all your friends mm-hmm. that you talk about, and the hired musicians, Leon Russell, Hal, Hal Blaine, Blaine on drums, and Steve Cropper, waiting, and... This is crew. this is May Ping saying, I used to freak out because Phil was carrying guns. John and I thought they were blanks. And um, she uh, goes on to say that um, one night Spectre got in a tiff with Mal Evans, longtime Beatles road manager at Record Plant West Studios, and the producer's gun fired off accidentally. John has a finger in his ear going, Phil, if you're going to shoot me, shoot. But I need my ears. Mal Evans took the gun from him. We continued working because none of us thought they were real bullets. Wow. They were. That whole session was insane. And then it goes on to Spectre being, um, you know, convicted of murdering Lana Clarkson. But here's another thing. It was chaos every day for different reasons when they were recording. Like 27 musicians showing up when the studio was set up for seven. Or random celebrities stopping by. Joni Mitchell was across the hall in another studio, and she kept coming into our session, Pang recalled. Joni was bringing in different people. Warren Beatty was in one day, then there was David Geffen, and then there was Cher, and then there was Harry Nielsen. And at one point, Phil was screaming, lock the door, I'm going to swallow the key. Nobody's allowed to leave. Eventually, Pang and Lennon retreated to New York, where they finished up the album, which was finally released in 1975. 
And um, she's showing the photos that 30 she took? photos that she took, and it's the last time. photo where McCarthy and McCartney. Lennon, McCartney and Lennon are together. Mm-hmm. So that's one of them. Wow. So they're all yeah. personal photos that are going to be shown oh. this weekend. So I just... Where is it at again? It's going to be well, at Gallery 13, okay, Gallery 13 at Aloft. Right. And I don't know where that even is. Aloft, that's that um, hotel down on, yeah. I think it's on Washington. Okay. Yeah, it's on, it, it's, it's a loft. It's right across from the, the U.S. Bank Stadium off of Washington Avenue. That's, okay. I just, I've been there many times. It's yeah. great, so they must have a one. gallery in there or yeah, something. So there's some kind of a space. That's cool. Well, yeah, right when you walk in, if you take a right, there's a massive, uh, there's a bar, and then there's a huge, like, opening, like, yeah, where they would set this all up. Right mm-hmm. as you walk in the front doors, it's a perfect place to set that up. Yeah. Good and bar. And this, this interview is really great. Who did and it? it's done by, I think, John Bream. It is by John Bream, yeah, but it's in the variety section to the Star Tribune. There's way more questions, personal questions about family and kids. It's a good one. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought. Yeah, I really never, uh, I, I never, like, we never hear from her. It's no. It's not that she's out there, like, right. banging the John Lennon name and getting attention Mm-mm. and stuff, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.